SFM Late Night Conversations. That's Whitney Houston for the love of you. And yes, if you are in love right now, but can't be with the person that you love because of quarantine and the lockdown, well, this is the show for you. Make sure that anyone under the age of 18 is not tuned in to the Late Night Conversation as we have our closet conversation. No under 18s. I'd like to welcome Michelle Hope, who's an author, teacher, and certified sex therapist. She is an unapologetic sexiologist joining us all the way from the USA. Thank you very much for joining us, Michelle. Thank you for having me. I do want to say I really appreciate all the accolades. I am not a therapist. I am a coach, an academic that studies this, but I did want to make sure I said that. But I'm glad to be here. All right. So you are a coach and you are um, able to tell us exactly how we can make sure that those fires are burning, despite the fact that uh, we are under quarantine. I saw one of your videos on social media platforms and and this sparked for me a conversation that's quite um, needed right now. A lot of people are not in the same provinces or even the same countries as the people that they are in love with. And this has made the fires just uh, become dampened. And some of us don't even know how to to implement this phone sex or video sex or, you know, all these new technological ways of uh, being intimate with each other. And you are going through some of the pointers that we need to go through. Uh, Is it that easy to just start on a new journey sexually? I mean, it's to be honest, any new journey comes with its own challenges. It's really about how, how open you are to the process and how comfortable you are with being uncomfortable. Because, again, oftentimes we've not really had to have conversations around sex and sexuality. So trying to dive into the deep waters of seductive, salacious conversation can at times be awkward. Hmm. I can imagine, especially if you're a person who's not able to express yourself uh, vocally. I mean, other people are introverts and they've got very limited uh, ways of expressing themselves. Then how do they embark on this journey? I think first and foremost, really getting in touch with yourself and kind of having those internal self-to-self conversations, maybe even journaling. If you're thinking about going about this with a partner, what I might advise is first sitting and journaling a little bit and writing down just for yourself what your fantasies are. Writing it down and then reading it back to yourself can create a sense of comfort and an opportunity for you to clearly think about your words without having the pressure of someone being on the other end of the phone, you know? So it, it starts with self. This journey starts with being comfortable with yourself and knowing exactly what it is that you are looking to do. Perhaps let's, let's start with some of the steps, uh, Michelle. How does one engage in phone sex? Do we have to then call each other and say, at 2 o'clock we are going to have phone sex? Or is it something that just happens uh, spontaneously? <laughs> Well, I think there's there's two parts here, right? One, you want to check in with your partner and get consent. Nobody wants to be sending very salacious text messages or calling. You don't know. Somebody's mom might be on in the house. There might be kids around. So you first want to establish, are you open to having this conversation? Is this something you want to explore together? And then you do want to arrange for a time that you don't need to be disturbed and you're not afraid of somebody busting in on you. And, and there are some things you want to do prior to the actual call to get you in the mood because it is awkward because you're on the phone, you know? <laughs> so what sort of things do we have to do to get us in the mood before we even uh, schedule the date? 
Well, I mean, let's say, let's say you have consent. We've decided we're going to do this phone thing. And so you've set up a time like, hey, babe, let's, uh, let's chat right after the 11 o'clock show. So midnight, we'll chat with to, together. And you want your space to be one that makes you feel sexy. So, you know, maybe you feel sexiest when you're just out of the shower. So maybe take a shower before, put on your favorite lotion or moisturizer. Um, and then your space, you want your space to be clear of distractions. So you don't want the fo- television on. You don't want your computer screen up. Um, you want it to be a clean space. So make sure your bed's made because clean spaces make you feel sexy, right? Um, and, and set the mood for yourself. Light a candle. Burn some incense. Maybe have a glass of wine. Just kind of to let you get into this relaxing space. Play some jazz music, whatever you like. Um, and then... Make sure, this is a big one now, make sure you have some headphones because you're going to need your hands to explore your body. All right, so it's not just the phone uh, talking, it's also the hands doing the walking. Let's take a bit of a breather and then we'll come back. Remember, we are talking Closet Conversations with Michelle Hope, who's an unapologetic sexiologist who's talking to us today about being quarantined away from your lover and uh, some tips on how to explore phone sex. You can join in on the conversation by dialing 0891104207. You can remain anonymous or even 0117144045. You can also WhatsApp as 0614104107. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Closet Conversations, that's what we are having right now. And if you're under the age of 18, well, please do tune out. And only those who are above the age of 18 should be part of this conversation. We are speaking to unapologetic sexiologist all the way from the United States, Michelle Hope. And we are talking about being quarantined away from your lover. Some tips on how to explore phone sex. The number where you can get hold of us is 0891-104-207 or 011-714-4045. You can remain anonymous. You can also send us a WhatsApp on 0614-104-107. On social media platforms at SAFM Radio at Patricia N. Dooley, hashtag SAFM LNC. Now, Michelle, before we took a breather, you were telling us about setting the mood. But before you set the mood, you need to get consent from your partner. You need to set a date with your partner, and then you set the mood. What's the next step after that? So if you're going to be using any toys, you need any lotion to help you tighten the mood, make sure you have that at the ready. Maybe you need a towel or some napkins. I'm not sure. Nobody wants to make a mess on their couch or their covers now. Um, or maybe they do. I don't know. Uh, then what you want to do is you want to use your words, right? Remember how at the beginning of this conversation I said, if you're thinking about going into this space, maybe write down a fantasy that you have of you and your partner and be as detailed as possible. You want to go back to whatever that was written and back into your mind when you were writing that and use your words. You must be descriptive, right? You have to give details, very graphic details can make the phone sex better because you are using your imagination. You're away from your partner, but you're still creating closeness 
through this really intimate conversation. Talk about what you like, what you what you fantasize about. Also, if you're a little short on words, talk about a time that you really enjoyed a, a sexual encounter with your partner. Tell them what you liked, how it felt. You know what I mean? Mm. So uh, maybe reminisce a bit or even just uh, go back to that fantasy. Now, uh, Lindor on WhatsApp says, good evening. Hi. Uh, uh, having phone sex with an introvert is a big no-no. They just can't get into the flow. <laughs> so poor introverts. Uh, so the tips for them would be obviously to write down some of their pointers. Yeah. For somebody that's an introvert or who might be a little bit more embarrassed, Maybe take a step back from actually getting on the phone and try a little bit of sexting where you can say some naughty things to each other via a text message. Sometimes that can ease the pressure and it's a great way to kind of work your way in and work your way up to a phone call. And uh, on another WhatsApp I've got here, um, Anonymous uh, saying, are there any negatives about the virtual thing? Well, I don't. Uh, about about I don't think there's virtual any sex. negative things about mm. phones. Yeah, I don't think there's any negative things about virtual sex. In fact, it's you know solo sex is the safest sex you can have. No risk of unplanned pregnancy or STIs. So I wouldn't say there's any negative there. Again, as long as it's two consenting adults, you're 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 fine. All right, so here we are. We've set the mood. The candles are ready. I'm wearing my red negligees. I'm, you know, in my silky boxes, whatever it is that I fancy. The atmosphere is right. And now we are on that phone, either texting or we are speaking. How do, how, who starts the conversation and how do we start the conversation? Do we just go like, well, uh, the date is done. Let's start now. Mm, I miss you. How, how do we start it? You know, you could start in very simply with describing what you're wearing. What do you have on, babe? What were you doing right before we got on the phone? Now, listen, if you're in your nasty, dirty drawers and your sweatpants, don't tell me that. Tell me a lie. <laughs> tell me you're wearing silk boxers. Okay? Tell me you're in the red negligee. Don't tell me, child, I'm over here in my house robe. No, no, no. That's not sexy. That's not setting the mood. Let's say you could say, you know, babe, I'm I'm over here in my T-shirt and my panties. You can't, you know, but you don't want to say I'm over here in my work boots. That's not sexy. Or maybe for someone it is, but maybe not the way to kick it off. And then describe the room. What's it smell like? What was the body lotion you put on? Right. If it's a scent, they know if it's, oh, babe, I'm wearing your favorite perfume. You know what I mean? Because you want to start to really activate the senses and you want to start to really Get the, the imagination flowing. And you could also ask questions like, or, or present, kind of talk, tease something like, imagine we're on a, a deserted island together or a deserted beach, you and me, with a bottle of champagne and a blanket. What, what's the first thing you want to do or what would you wear there? You know, just kind of start to fill in and then you let, you let the other person fill in the fantasy and you kind of go back and forth and each of you add to the, to the narrative. Oh, babe, I'm, I'm in a string bikini, but I don't want tan lines, so I think I'm going to take it off, right? And then let them say something back like, oh, babe, I love the way you look naked on the beach. I, it, it, for whatever is your pleasure.
So it's building a fantasy. It's, it's building a fantasy and you started off by either saying exactly what you're doing or you are setting a scenario that is that you've never been in. Yes. Mm. It, it, it's building fantasy. And here's the thing. While we're in this socially distant time, there might be couples out there who, for whatever reason, maybe they're caretakers of um, their elders, maybe they're doctors, and they just know it's safer that they need to be away from their partners right now. Um, but maybe they've gone on a vacation where they've had some sexy time. Or, babe, remember our anniversary when we went to that restaurant and we got kind of busy in the coat closet or something of that nature. So really tapping into, like, past memories, future things you want to do. Maybe you had a vacation planned, but unfortunately it got postponed, right? Talk about what you would have wanted to do there. All right. And then what's the, what, what's the next step then? Now that we've started this conversation and we're both agreeing, we're both in the same uh, mental um, space uh, sexually. So then I think it's questions and statements around, oh, I'm touching myself right now. I'm touching my breast. You want to start to really name the body parts that you're caressing, that you're touching. Maybe you're pinching your nipples, and you could say, like, I'm pinching my nipples. I really love it when you pinch my nipples. This is also a great time to introduce things that maybe your partner hasn't been doing a lot of that you want more of. Sure. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I really like this feeling of me pinching my nipples. Maybe next time you're together, you can nibble on them or you can lick them. So you want to just kind of guide and coach. And then depending on, and while you're doing this, the reason I said make sure you have headphones in is because you do want to be engaging your body with touch. You do want to be touching yourself and that will, and getting into the space and really closing your eyes, taking deep breaths and exploring your body with your hands while you listen to your partner express the kinds of things that you might do together. Would would it make a difference if it was a via perhaps a, a video call? Would it become more um, in, enticing if I see my partner? It say most these definitely things? can. Mm. It might. It, it definitely. And I think that if you and your partner agree to do something like that, that is absolutely wonderful. Now, one of the things I like to recommend is if you are sending any kind of nude photos, any you're choosing choosing to do any kind of uh, video chats naked. Do not put any identifiable body parts into those images, right? Um, if you are doing a video, make sure you don't have a photograph of your family on the mantle behind you. Because that's not sexy. Um, and with technology, although it is very awesome, it also can be shared. People can take screenshots. So you want to make sure your face is not in there. Nothing in the background could, could identify you or could potentially have your address in it sure. uh, where somebody could find you. So now it, it definitely is something that is related to what Benji has sent me on uh, WhatsApp. Benji says, how do you avoid being caught and blackmailed like Jeff? This phone sex is risky. And you've mentioned, I mean, yes. if it's going to be via video call or even texting, you need to be very uh, cautious. Yes, you don't want anything where somebody could identify your house, could identify you. Um, so in photographs, no, don't, make sure you don't have your, your butterfly tattoo in the photo. Or if, it's, if, if you're sending sexy images, no face, please no face. Um, and then again, also, 
it's not even, here's the thing, it's not even so much that your partner would do it. Have you ever cracked your phone, Patricia? Oh, yes, I have. Like cracked the face of your phone? <laughs> mm -hmm. And then you take it to the local space to get a new phone, like case on your phone? Ooh, okay. Those people have <laughs> access to all your information. My goodness, all right, right? I'm hearing you. And we never think about that. We never think when we go to drop our phones off that those people can go through your pictures. Sure. So you want to be really mindful in protecting your privacy, but it can still be fun and it can still be passionate. And obviously the people you're engaging in these kinds of conversations with, you want to make sure there's trust there. Definitely. On WhatsApp here, Anonymous says, is it not addictive, though, to start uh, this uh, virtual sex? Well, I don't think I don't think virtual sex will ever compare to the real thing. I think it's something that can sustain us while we are currently in these situations and give us some level of connection and some level of of like intimacy. But it, it will never replace the real thing. And if you'd like to join in on the conversation, it is Closet Conversations. We're speaking about being quarantined away from your loved one and uh, you're trying to explore phone sex or virtual sex. We are talking to Michelle Hope, who's an unapologetic sexologist. Our number is 0891-104-207 or 011-714-4045. Alternatively, 011-3945. On WhatsApp, you can get us on 614 107. Another WhatsApp here. Um, Paul from Bohom uh, says, uh, good evening. I do not think that sexting is a good thing. It is uh, the same thing as masturbating. And I heard you invite evil spirits. Is this true? Well, I, um, I don't think, first of all, you know, I'm a fan of masturbation. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So I'm the wrong one to ask if it's evil. Um, I think that phone sex, again, between two consenting adults is totally normal. It can be healthy. It can be a way to connect. I don't think we should be afraid of it. We have to, we have to really get out of our minds about these kind of ideas that sex is bad. Sex is glorious. It's healthy. It's human. It's what got us here. And uh, until we can be together while we social distance, you might as well have sex with yourself. Why are you talking on the phone? <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> uh, so, and Anonymous here says, will this strengthen the relationship? I feel like it will leave me wanting more and missing my babe and being disappointed. You know, I understand that it can make you feel like you want more. And quite frankly, that's a great thing. Because the day will come, I tell you, that outside will open back up. And then you will just be raring to go with your baby. And the passion and the fireworks will all be there because you've been, and you might try new things because you've been practicing through conversation and getting really excited about, you know, trying a little nipple pinching, trying a little backdoor booty bandit behavior. I don't know. I think that this is a great time for you to explore. This is the late night show, right? It, I it definitely sure. is. Definitely is. <laughs> it is <laughs> definitely. And no one under 18 should be listening. I mean, it, it, look, for, for most of us, and I must be honest, for most of us, we are so used to doing things traditionally that uh, when we need to explore new ways of, of finding sexual pleasure, it becomes almost like a mind block, but um, each to their own. Back to our, our WhatsApp. Uh, someone says WhatsApp video calling is very nice.
Yes. And then the next person says, I want to find out if there is any harm when it comes to self-pleasuring as a man, psychologically, uh, physically, or in real lovemaking when the opportunity presents itself. I think that's a great question. And like we spoke about last time when we kind of talked about porn, my concern is not with masturbation itself. My biggest concern is that if you are consuming porn, you're not consuming too much of it because it's the images on the screen that will impact your ability to have satisfying closeness with an actual person. Self-pleasure or masturbation um, is not a bad thing. It can actually, depending on how you're doing it, it can actually help you to be a better lover later on. It can make you a better lover later on. So let's go back to these pointers then. So now we've started, we've set the mood, and uh, we're already in this particular imaginary scene. What's the next step that uh, my partner and I have to engage in to ensure that our sexting or our virtual sex is pleasurable? Well, I think you. I think the other part in this in this process is checking in with your partner. So you can understand where they are in the human sexual response cycle. Are they getting close to ejaculation or are they getting close to orgasm? And ask, like, are you close to orgasm? Now, if you are someone who orgasms, right, a little bit quicker than your partner, you want to stay on the phone and talk dirty to them until they orgasm. Because this shouldn't be one-sided. You want both of you to find pleasure in this. And then afterwards, once it's over right? Let's say you, you both, it's late at night, you go to sleep afterwards. Maybe send a text in the morning saying, hey, babe, I really liked what we did last night. How did you feel about it? And check in. You circle back around to check in. So it, it keeps the um, communication lines open constantly, Michelle. Yes, yes. That's so vital to great sex. So it can't be, obviously, you can't start sexting with someone or having virtual sex with someone that you don't have a relationship with. It can't be just like, hey, let's meet up and have a virtual sex and we don't really know each other. It seems like it's something that you have to do with a partner that you are comfortable with and you have built some sort of rapport with. Yeah, yes. Please don't send random penis pictures to people or really erotic text messages to people you don't know and you haven't gotten consent from. That's why I stressed in the beginning of this phone call that you want to make sure that these kinds of conversations are okay with the people you're choosing to engage in them with. So we are talking uh, Closet Conversations on Late Night Conversation. Uh, you can uh, call us on uh, 011-714-4045 or 011-714-2788. Our WhatsApp number is 0614-104-107. We're speaking to unapologetic sexiologist Michelle Hope, and we are talking about uh, virtual sex during this uh, quarantine time. Now, um, I've got a WhatsApp here, and uh, he says, or he or she says, uh, but I think this phone sex thing has so many disadvantages the first one it's addictive like masturbating and i'm talking from experience secondly someone can expose you thirdly this might develop some discontentment in a relationship i mean michelle is it true can 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 it become addictive can it um get you exposed you have mentioned that if we don't um if we hide our identifying uh, features like our faces and our tattoos then we might not get blackmailed or exposed but also the fact that you can develop some sort of discontentment in your relationship well that last let me tell you something about that last whatsapp 
Who were they having phone sex with? Because I don't see how two people in in a relationship together, this could be detrimental. Phone sex shouldn't be detrimental to the relationship. But now, if you have phone sex with somebody that you are not in a relationship with, and that is a side piece phone sex situation, then yes, it could put you in a bad way. So I'm not talking, we're not here talking about having extramarital affairs outside of your relationship, right? And again, if you're in a relationship with somebody that you're doing this with, it's supposed to expose you. That last WhatsApp sounded loaded. I'm not here to judge. It just sounded like there were other things going on, Patricia, other things going on. Well, let's go to the lines. We've got Mandla. Mandla, thank you very much for holding the line for us. How are you doing this evening? I'm fine, Patricia. Will you? Excellent. Thank you. We've got uh, Michelle Hope here as well. Okay. No, thank you, Michelle. How are you? Good. Thank you. Fine, Michelle. So, Manta, yes, yeah, would you like to comment or give us? No, I was. I just want to put in um, to come with my comment that this 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 thing is working, you know, and it it also assists you in 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 your relationship and also to understand and to know your expectation and what your your partner is is expecting. You understand? And 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 I've been doing that actually. Ever since sometimes uh, when I was up to, uh, around 20 years old, I grew up with that thing and it has worked for me. And you know, the funny thing about it is that um, in most of my previous um, girlfriends, they would sometimes call me and say, yeah, you know what, I'm, I'm recalling your skills, man. How did you learn this thing? And it just, it's something that came out of my mind. I mean, and I'm so happy that this thing, it does work because it's something that I've just thought about it and learned to to know it and it has worked for me actually so and it also assists you to understand you know when you come to to each other you know that your partner is expecting this then you're expecting that and it is very much important again i i i fully concur with your with your guest that we need to communicate with sex because in most of the time we find that in our relationship we don't want to discuss sex and subsequent to 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 that it leads not to satisfied uh, each other. Understand? So, Manta, you say you've been doing um, uh, virtual sex for quite some time. Has Have your partners been satisfied as much as you sound like you've been satisfied by the virtual sex? Yes, a lot. I mean, I remember one day I just, uh, you know, called one of my girlfriends. It was a long time not speaking to her over the phone. I mean, I'm in Christian, I'm in Northwest, and she's in Charlotte. So we just talked, talked. Then silly minds came to my mind and said, let's, let's have sex, man, over the phone. And she said, how? Then I said, no, just, I would lead you. And she enjoyed. And subsequently, she said to me, you know what, this is the first experience that I've I come across with. But now, I've been doing that, even if when I was talking to her, I have been having this mind, and it's working, actually. And I'm so, you know, sometimes sex has to be, it should not be a, a serious, uh, you know, or, or restrict something. It has to be nice and talk, and we love each other, and you tend to understand each other. Sometimes one of my friends, I mean, one of my girlfriends will take, I mean... The Wait day, a minute, Mata, how many girlfriends do you have? You keep on saying one of my girlfriends. One of my girlfriends. No, I'm, I'm getting talking, worried here. Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking about the previous. Oh, I mean, okay. I'm saying oh, that so the previous. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I mean, I'm still young. I'm still singing. 
All right. So you'd say that the one that I was dating, she would call me and say, hey, you know what? You know, I'm in this relationship, but I, I still remember your tricks. You know, this and that. And I, I, and I always say, you know, when you talk about sex, sex should, should be nice. It has to be, you have to enjoy it. It's like even if when I'm with my partner, before we can go to sex, I always say it even to my friends, the male friends, to say, you should do sometimes discuss sex because sex is something that you need to discuss because subsequent there's a satisfactory there and you'd find that someone does not get, you know, sometimes you'd find that we, me and you can have sex, but one of us between us is not satis- uh, you know, satisfied precisely because we mm-hmm. take it as something that has to be serious. Don't talk about it and said so. That is what she's saying. I mean, uh, what is it, uh, Michelle? Michelle, she is quite right that you need to talk about this thing and make it fun. Sex has to be fun, actually. Sure, Michelle. Sex has yeah. to be fun. Mantla concurs yeah. with you. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I'm glad that this is helping. And I also think that, again, talking with your partner about sex makes it a lot easier to negotiate boundaries and express, I don't want to have sex without a condom or I don't like it when you do this. If you can talk about fantasy over the phone first, you can really clear out some of the things that you might like or might not like. And then it allows somebody the opportunity to make an informed decision around what they really will not engage with you on. Mm. Now, on WhatsApp here, uh, Michelle, we've got um, Anonymous saying, Pat, um, I would like to correct the listener who says masturbation is inviting evil spirits. Masturbation is like a conversation between you and yourself. It boosts your self-confidence and self-trust. And then the next WhatsApp That is 100% right. That is 100%. I don't know who that anonymous person is, but somebody... Say it louder for the people in the back, please. <laughs> Listen, I think um, one day we'd need to talk about uh, spirituality um, and 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 uh, sexuality because it's one of those um, um, issues that has real deep borders. A lot of people because of the doctrines that they've been taught, whether traditionally or spiritually, have some of these uh, notions. And I can't uh, say he's right or he's wrong, but uh, yeah, coming from you as a sexiologist, well, he is right. Let's go to the next one. Uh, our listener says, hi, I want to remain anonymous. I love phone sex. Um, I love to turn her on and make her wet. And then she sends me a pic and shows me that she is wet and she loves it too. This guy is really adventurous. Yeah, and I bet that I bet that relationship will last for a while because it's two people that are. I mean, that's the perfect example of a healthy sexual partnership. Clearly, consent has been established. The one partner enjoys calling and talking dirty. The other partner loves hearing it and then returns the favor with a photograph. And that is awesome and healthy and sexy. Mm. So, and then uh, someone says, I don't think it's uh, that good. The network would be a turn off as a starting point to get in the mood. Ah. So here in South Africa, we do have uh, some issues, in, especially in uh, rural parts where um, our um, network connection is not so good. So that could be a turn off for some. On the other hand, uh, Emmanuel in Pudukwana says, how important is the issue of trust regarding the issue of distance and telephonic sex engagement? Because I'm of the view that not knowing if or whether the person is not faking it can be a problem. What's your take, my learned fellow there? 
Well, I think for starters, you know, trust is not given, it is earned. And second of all, I think there is a trust in, you know, if somebody doesn't get off, but they're still engaging with you in a way that satisfies you, I think that in itself builds trust because your partner is acknowledging that they recognize that you like this and they're going along with it. That's kind of one of those compromises in relationships, right? You know, sometimes I, you know, you might deal with somebody's bad cooking because you really care about them, but you know, they cannot cook for nothing. They put like raisins in their potato salad uh, or something rant crazy. So it's just kind of a, a ebb and flow. And I think that again, you have to work your way into it. And not every couple is going to be into it. It's not every person is going to be into it. And not every time you have phone sex, will it be great? Sometimes it will not be sexy and you might just laugh about it. But that laughing, that togetherness, that saying, oh, this was a bad phone sex session, that creates deeper levels of intimacy. You know, when, when Anonymous is talking about uh, some of the, the challenges in terms of, or in fact, it was Emmanuel talking about the challenges of uh, trust, the, these oohs and ahs and groans and moans, are they, are they necessary? Do they build up to the, to, to the experience of having um, virtual sex? I mean, I think they can build up to it. And let's say you're not good at it in the beginning, but you keep practicing, you'll get better. And again, all of these experiences, these are all like micro experiences that build to a macro amount of trust Mm. because you're communicating, because you're talking. So it's, it's a continuous uh, walk of a relationship. This We have to talk about it. We have to be comfortable in our own skin and also be comfortable with our partners. Anonymous yeah, says, uh, yeah, net sex is a huge factor in a relationship. Anyway, I love your show. We love you too, Anonymous. Um, h- how important is it to keep those, those fires burning sexually, regardless of distance? Um, I, I think that to, it, it's a way to keep your connection close. But I also think that you have to be realistic in some of these situations, depending on how far you are and how committed the relationship is. What is the negotiation and have you discussed with your partner what, um, like how, how sacred is sex? You know, here in the States, some people identify as polyamorous, which means they may have multiple relationships that vary in degrees um, with different people. So if, you know, somebody that might identify as polyamorous might say, you know what, I do have a, um, I do have a a partner, but I'm away working for the next six months. We have agreed that I can spend time with other people. Um, But again, it's really about what you and your your partner communicate is okay for you. And I want to stress that you cannot allow what society on the outside says or thinks about the relationship you and your partner are having inside and behind closed doors. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm, mm. So it's, it's, it's one of those uh, conversations that needs you to know where you stand sexually before you even engage in such. Let's uh, go to another WhatsApp here, uh, Michelle. Um, our listener says, I love phone sex. I'm currently in Cape Town and I found my former schoolmate on Facebook. I used to admire her a lot, but then I flew out of South Africa and we lost contact. Currently, we are lovers. Uh, we don't meet. We haven't met uh, yet since 20 years ago, but I 
I did propose uh, to her to have a phone sex. She was like, how are we going to do it? I said, just be, just concentrate like uh, I'm naked in front of you. Close your eyes and I will lead you. Oh, okay, this person took the lead. Sounds like some people know what they're doing out here. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm still uh, getting schooled with everything that you're saying because yeah, yeah, this is one of those topics that I'm like, yeah, okay, fourth industrial revolution, <laughs> here we come. And then uh, the next uh, caller says, "Hi, I would like to remain anonymous. It helps a lot to strengthen the relationship. Not safe, but it's really good for the relationship. I dated few ladies uh, till now. They don't forget me just because of that. Advice to guys." Buy her a sex toy for her to use while away when you want to do phone sex with her. It's a magic that keeps long-distance relationships working. Let's take a break. Late Night Conversations. Late Night Conversations. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. SAFM leading the conversation. My name is Patricia Dooley and we are having closet conversations. No under 18s permitted to tune in and join in on this conversation. But if you are over 18, you can call on 0891-104-207 or 011-714-4045. WhatsApp number 0614-104-107. We are speaking to sexologist Michelle Hope about uh, how does one ignite the fires of love and passion via virtual sex or phone sex during this tough time of quarantine. Now, Michelle, um, before I allow you to give us uh, the rest of the tips on how to make a steamy hot sex virtually, um, Anonymous says, I'm a big, I'm in a long distance sexual relationship. My woman enjoys our virtual sex. We haven't seen each other since last year in October, but oh my goodness, our sex is the best. Ooh. Okay, so it's almost a year that you haven't seen your partner. Must be difficult, but yeah, they are attesting that virtual sex is the best, Michelle. Well, again, when you haven't seen your partner in so long, it can be so fulfilling to um, have those conversations and be able to tap in and still feel connected sexually, even though you're far apart. So it can be the best, especially the best that in that moment that they can they can indulge with each other. Mm, and um, I think it's also one of those um, issues that a lot of people would rather go to uh, because of the distance, but it also opens up a can of worms. Here's another uh, caller saying, you know, in these kinds of uh, relationships, is cheating taken seriously where there is no sexual intercourse? I will assume that people cheat a lot in these telephonic sexual relationships. And this is from Anonymous. Well, I, I, again, I think that during these social distancing times and in times where you can't be close to your partner, I think phone sex is important. Uh, I don't think that it means they don't have a good sex life. They're just not able to be close in the moment is what I would say to that. And then how do we then make sure that uh, when we see each other, my partner and I, and we've been engaging in phone sex because of um, uh, of this uh, quarantine. And now when we see each other, how do we make sure that we don't still live in fantasy land and we are actually able to engage in, 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 in proper intercourse? Well, I think if you feel nervous when you get back with your partner, what would be great is to maybe bring up those conversations and say, 
remember those phone conversations? Maybe, maybe that is the, you start like, you start introducing those kind of memories during dinner and then see where that takes you. Cause by dessert, honey, the table might make the ice cream melt. You'll be so hot. Oh, my goodness. So it's just about reminiscing. And uh, Anonymous says, good evening. I'm a guy. I do enjoy sexting. But this is my question. As soon as we start to talk about it, my pants is already wet. Is it normal? How best can I take time without quickly wetting my pants? Um. So we're at, we're talking about not ejaculating too quickly. So the last time we spoke and we were talking about masturbation, we talked about a practice called edging, which is where you masturbate um, and you bring yourself to the height of plateau just before orgasm, and then you stop masturbation and let that um, almost orgasmic sensation subside, and then you start to masturbate again. And what that will do is that will teach your body and your brain, how to prolong your pleasure space before ejaculation. So that's called edging. And is that something that um, the listener should do before they engage in, in uh, phone sex or while they're having phone sex? No, no, no. I think you could do it during phone sex, right? So mm-hmm. as you're having this dirty conversation, if you feel like you're about to ejaculate, you would want to just stop touching yourself, but you can continue with the dirty talk. And then when you feel, when the, when the feelings of ejaculation subside, um, continue the conversation and go back to masturbating. And would that then help? So it's like you're mm-hmm. masturbating, so you're masturbating, masturbating, masturbating. Oh my gosh, I think I might um, ejaculate. And then you pull back and you slow down and maybe you just tease yourself, but you're still engaged in the conversation. And then you get yourself back to where you're almost going to orgasm and then you pull back again and you repeat that process over and over again would that until also, you're teach uh, yourself how to release okay michelle would that also help a man perhaps when they are having actual uh sex the edging process yeah so yes. they could do the same yes. process yes hmm. absolutely because it's really training because remember we talked about the brain is the most important part of sexual activity so you have to train your brain and your body to know when you're feeling that sensation of ejaculation. Because when you orgasm, what happens is is your, your body takes over. It's not like, oh, I'm not going to ejaculate. I'm not going to ejaculate. Usually, unless you've edged and you practice this through meditation and breath work and edging, um, usually your body just starts, the muscles contract and it, your body takes over, Right. But you can practice to be able to have more stamina. Hmm. As we close off, I think let's go back to those top tips on how to engage in uh, virtual sex. So the, I think the hard, the hard part is getting started, kind of introducing it. And then once you have established that, um, start, start that little journal of naughty thoughts that you have with your partner so you have some things to talk about on the phone. You want to make sure you set the mood in the room, have whatever lotions, oils, toys, vibrators, and a hand towel you might need. Um, and make sure you put your phone on silent so nobody's calling you and interrupting you right in the, right in the money shot moment. Um, and then have fun. Use your words and, and be able to laugh at, laugh at yourself as there may be awkward moments. You don't want to take it too seriously. 
Have fun. That is the bottom line. Have fun and explore yourself and explore your partner. Michelle Hope, thank you so very much for joining us. I think uh, a lot of people have been given an insight on this virtual uh, sex life. Wonderful. Thank you for having me. Excellent. Is there anywhere where we can get in touch with you as a sexologist to ask more questions? Absolutely. You can follow me on all social media, and that is MHSexpert. So it's just at MHSexpert on Twitter, on Instagram. You can go to my website, which is www dot mhsexpert.com and you can subscribe to my youtube channel where i give tutorials and have conversations about all things sexy all the time thank you so very much michelle you're welcome have a good day that uh, close off the show for this week. It's been a really interesting topic that we had on Closet Conversations. If you've missed the conversation, you can go to our uh, website and get a podcast of any of the conversations we've had throughout this week on www.safm.co.za. From the team and I, Phineas and Dobo on technical and uh, Benzito Ricozzo on uh, production, we would like to say, may goodness and grace lead you all to the great heights of success. We are back again next week with Late Night Conversations. Thank you.